You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by The Book Guide. Your reverence. And the way she called his mother Jessica like a common serving wench, instead of what she was. A Bene Gesserit lady, a duke's concubine and mother of the ducal heir. Is a Gomjabar something of Arrakis I must know before we go there? He wondered. He mouthed her strange words, Gomjabar, Kwisatz Haderach. There had been so many things to learn. Arrakis would be a place so different from Caladan that Paul's mind whirled with the new knowledge. Arrakis, Dune, Desert Planet. Thufir Hawat, his father's master of assassins, had explained it. Their mortal enemies, the Harkonnens, had been on Arrakis 80 years, holding the planet in quasi-fief under a Chome company contract to mine the geriatric spice, Melange. Now the Harkonnens were leaving, to be replaced by the house of Atreides in fief complete, an apparent victory for the Duke Leto. Yet, Howard had said, this appearance contained the deadliest peril, for the Duke Leto was popular among the great houses of the Lansrot. A popular man arouses the jealousy of the powerful, Hawat had said. Arrakis. Dune. Desert planet. Paul fell asleep to dream of an Arakeen cavern. Silent people all around him moving in the dim light of glow globes. It was solemn there, like a cathedral, as he listened to a faint sound, the drip, drip, drip of water. Even while he remained in the dream, Paul knew he would remember it upon awakening. He always remembered the dreams that were predictions. The dream faded. Paul awoke to feel himself in the warmth of his bed, thinking. Thinking. This world of Castle Caladan, without play or companions his own age, perhaps did not deserve sadness in farewell. Dr. Yui, his teacher, had hinted that the Falfreluche's class system was not rigidly guarded on Arrakis. The planet sheltered people who lived at the desert edge without Kaid or Bashat to command them. Will-o'-the-sand people called Fremen marked down on no census of the imperial regate. Arrakis. Dune. Desert planet. Paul sensed his own tensions decided to practice one of the mind-body lessons his mother had taught him. Three quick breaths triggered the responses. He fell into the floating awareness, focusing the consciousness, aortal dilation, avoiding the unfocused mechanism of consciousness, to be conscious by choice, blood enriched and swift flooding the overload regions. One does not obtain food, safety, freedom, by instinct alone. Animal consciousness does not extend beyond the given moment, nor into the idea that its victims may become extinct. The animal destroys and does not produce. Animal pleasures remain close to sensation levels and avoid the perceptual. The human requires a background grid through which to see his universe. Focused consciousness by choice, this forms your grid. Bodily integrity follows nerve, blood flow according to the deepest awareness of cell needs. 
All things, cells, beings, are impermanent. Strive for flow permanence within. Over and over and over within Paul's floating awareness the lesson rolled. When dawn touched Paul's windowsill with yellow light, he sensed it through closed eyelids, opened them, hearing then the renewed bustle and hurry in the castle, seeing the familiar patterned beams of his bedroom ceiling. The hall door opened, and his mother peered in, hair like shaded bronze held with black ribbon at the crown, her oval face emotionless, and green eyes staring solemnly. You're awake. Did you sleep well? Yes. He studied the tallness of her, saw the hint of tension in her shoulders as she chose clothing for him from the closet racks. Another might have missed the tension, but she had trained him in the Bene Gesserit way, in the minutiae of observation. She turned, holding a semi-formal jacket for him. It carried the red Atreides hawk crest above.